everybody and welcome to Music Therapy. I'm Jessica Risker and I'm a musician based here in Chicago and I'm also a licensed clinical professional counselor. Uh, music Therapy is a show about mental health uh, with a particular focus on musicians and creative people, although it, you don't have to be a musician or an artist to appreciate the content. Um, there is a lot of um, information on here that really applies to anybody who's going through this time. Today we're going to be talking to Seema Cunningham. Before she comes on and she's there, hey Seema, um, we're going, I'm going to just make a few announcements. So if you want to watch past shows, they, uh, they'll they be on the story, my story for 24 hours, but then I'll put them on YouTube. I have a link in my bio to my channel and there's a lot of interviews on there and there's also a lot of informational uh, videos and music therapy on there as well. So there's some guided meditations and there's some uh, videos about anxiety and being creative during quarantine and some other uh, some other topics. Um, and after the interview, please stick around. I'm going to be playing a song. And uh, let me just share who's coming up on music therapy and then we'll ask uh, Seema to come on. So tomorrow, Jess Showman of Tensi, another Chicago band, is uh, a wonderful artist. She's going to be on tomorrow. On Sunday, Gabe Leibowitz of Calvero is going to be on. Really looking forward to talking to Gabe. On this Monday, Rob Severe, who's a co-founder of Numero Group, is going to be on. Um, really looking forward to seeing you know, how he's been affected, how Numero Group's been affected by all of this. And next weekend, I've got a couple people lined up and still working on some more uh, guests, including William Pierre Ramsey, someone I've known for a long time through my open mic days, and he is um, always inspirational with his positivity and the work he's done in his music career, as well as uh, acting career, I think. And we also have Shelby Turner coming on, along with some other special guests. So let's see. Let's see if Seema's link. So here comes Seema. She's going with... Let's give her a second to connect. Okay, we're connecting. Hi, Seema. Hi. How are you? How, I'm good. How are you? I'm good. It's been a while. <laughs> Thank you for doing this. My pleasure. Um, you may have done these before, but sometimes there's a delay in the conversation, so I'm sorry in advance if it feels like I interrupt you or something like that. That's one of the things oh. I find kind of frustrating about the experience, but uh, it is what it is. So thank you very much for coming on. I, I you know, wanted to invite you on because, like I said in the intro, I've been talking to um, musicians, um, especially focused on Chicago, about just what their experience has been like during during all this the pandemic and then the lockdown and mm -hmm. how how they've been impacted personally and also their music so I kind of have been starting off with everybody by asking just to get a sense of what may have changed or did it change because some people aren't, aren't having changes like what your life looked like before the lockdown like did you have a typical week or a typical day what did, mm -hmm. what did it look like yeah I mean um before the lockdown, we were kind of just getting into, starting to get our groove of touring again. We were on tour for most of last year. Um, felt like we were only home for like a week at a time sometimes. So yeah. definitely our kind of goal was being on the road, and traveling, um, you know, wake up in a different city, sleep at a different person's house, uh, that sort of vibe. Just come off a ten-day tour with Y Oak, opening for Y Oak, just BC. Um, we were in Macy's little car and touring with them. We got home on March eighth, and we were supposed to leave again on March 
13th. Um, March 18th, you said? On March 13th. 13th, okay. Five days later, and, like, between March 8th and March 12th, it was, like, every day, you know, the dominoes just kind of fell, and yeah. we were like, oh, we're going to be home for March and April, and then it became apparent that it was May. And uh, so, yeah, it just kind of it changed really rapidly and we were on the phone my partner was on tour doing sound for another band that had just left on tour and a lot of our friends were started like album you know release tours and you know we were kind of just one and everyone just kind of started doing 180s on the dates and coming home and um so definitely big change and and it kind of like took a couple of days for it to become the you know the reality that we were all in but it was interesting because it was kind of like by by the 13th or 14th when um most other people were uh starting to like quarantine we were kind of like you know kind of knew what was going on at least for the next for the spring tour so it was a big shift big shift in plans um you know, not necessarily an unwelcome one. I think like we were, we love being on tour, but it was also nice to have a little break, especially at the end of March. Sorry. There you froze. There you are. You said the last thing I heard was it was nice okay. to have a little break, especially at the end of March. Yeah, just like, um, I mean, South by Southwest is always really fun and always a really good experience, but it's also, I think anyone will let you, tell you that it's a slog. Um, it's a lot. It's a, you know, you're just running around all the time and, uh, you know, most of the gigs are kind of promotional opportunities. So it was like, um, yeah. So anyway, it, and we were also going to be like driving all the way out to Boise, which we really we were looking forward to because Tree Fort Fest is what amazing but you know eliminating 50 to 60 hours of driving mm -hmm. wasn't you know at first we were like okay maybe this could be for us a little bit but, how long yeah. was the tour i mean what what originally was your 2020 gonna look like as far as touring and recording yeah um i mean we just like crammed in finishing fantasize your ghost so we were kind of just um, doing a couple more support tours until we start doing headlining tours again. So we were supposed to be on tour for almost all of March, uh, almost all of May, or almost all of April, um, a couple like chunks in May, mm -hmm. and then June. And um, uh, yeah, and so, and going we were supposed to fly out to some things in july and do a bunch of other stuff and we're supposed to have a some exciting shows in june to kind of celebrate the release and all that kind of dissolved pretty quickly yeah. and things got rescheduled for the fall i mean the fall now feels really busy but also like um i think everyone feels like a little freaked out about trying to like Everyone's just trying to protect themselves, I think. Mm -hmm. like, be, be prepared if, if uh, you know, be emotionally prepared if everything falls apart because that kind of, like, seems 
like the wise thing to do. Yeah, I know. It seems, you know, I have a lot of clients who like maybe push their wedding out to the fall or something like that. And now they're starting uh, to think maybe it's going to be even further away than that. Hmm. Um, how, I mean, how is that adjustment? Do you feel like you've adjusted to, I mean, that's a pretty planned summer for your music. Very busy. I mean, you're working really hard on what you're doing, the touring and all these, all these things that are really exciting. And how, I mean, how was it for you guys and for you personally to kind of come to terms with that it was going to look different? Yeah. I mean, I think that, I think that on accepting that we weren't necessarily going to be able to play live shows came a little bit easier. Like, I think that, um, I mean, obviously I am like dreaming about getting back to like stages and I'm kind of, you know, I'm, I'm reading the articles and like, okay, it looks like small places might open up first. And I definitely get excited, like texting friends, especially in Chicago. Like, what if we did a couple like special shows, like uh -huh. things and, what if we just play for like 40 people a night in like really small places and yeah. just do it a lot, you know, like what, you know, it's kind of like the, the non touring. What if we all just become like regular giggers playing every night somewhere in uh -huh. Chicago? And that seems exciting, but also I try and reel that back because I know that like that eagerness sometimes, you know, I just don't want to like, it's, it'll be interesting, you know, kind of navigating that like how do you talk to the people around you about like who feels comfortable about gathering together in a place again yeah. you know I'm like it's uh you know I really hope that I know that things aren't going to go back to normal but I hope that like there's a you know a smart and thoughtful way that we can all start being in communion and being in community together again soon um I mean, it was tricky because, like, at first we, we Ohm was in a pod or kind of in a pod together, like a quarantine pod. And then it became a little tricky because we were quarantining with family and friends. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it kind of, you know, sometimes there's like a moment where you're like, well, I feel like right now I need to help my family out. And so that becomes your priority. And you're yeah. like, I, you know, and so that's been sort of tricky and figuring out like live stream performances, which you know, there's like not really like an ideal way to live stream in collaboration with someone unless yeah. you're with them. So that's been, that's been hard, especially since Ohm, you know, my main project is like a two headed project, you know, right. so, so it's like, you know, it's sad. It's sad not to be able to like harmonize with my musical partner. Um, so we're, we've like, kind of tried to figure out some like workarounds like this Sunday we're gonna like do a live stream and see if we can with some you know thoughtful acrobatics manage to <laughs> harmonize with each other uh -huh, yeah but it's it's challenging and and you know I don't know like all of these things sometimes you're like no big deal I can handle it and then sometimes you feel really sad about small things like not being able to harmonize someone or hmm. not being able to um yeah I don't know I you know it's like I think I, yeah sometimes it's like whatever we got this no big deal and then sometimes it's like this 
sucks and is sad and is weird. <laughs> yeah, it definitely comes in phases. I was, um, I had been doing, I didn't do it the past couple of weeks, but I've been doing like what I call the weekly pulse uh, part mm -hmm. of music therapy where I would talk about what clients are kind of experiencing that I'm seeing in my practice over the week because it's such a shared experience. And it feels, you know, a lot of people are, are really experiencing those emotions in ways, whether it's sadness or anxiety or just feeling fine. Like, you know, there's some okay things about this. Yeah. You know, but also a lot also, of the past, the past one to two weeks, there's been more anger, I've noticed. Just feeling very frustrated and irritable. Um, and it's interesting to see that sort of bubble up. And you see it in the news and all that stuff too, but it's definitely something that, comes in a wave and then and then goes and then something else comes up and yeah it's ongoing yeah yeah I definitely see like the anger and I was actually thinking about that today it's like I I've kind of been like reciting this mantra in my head which is like extend patience and like empathy towards everyone you interact with like I think about it all the time like I was just driving down I was just driving down California and Chicago and I saw like some, I don't know, some like left turn people had to, you know, and I, I was just looking at a driver that was opposite of me and just kind of looking at this, like, just like nasty expression that he kind of gave someone else. And I don't know, I've seen like other people just like the kind of negativity that can like take place on social media. And I was just like, Oh, I just, I wish I could, you know, I, I do it too. I mean, sometimes I, I feel so angry towards people and politicians and yeah. situations and crappy drivers in Chicago. Right. right now. Who is this fucking asshole? <laughs> right. Who doesn't know how to drive? And then I drive past and it's like some teenager. And I'm like, you know, it's like, why? Why do I, why would, what's the point of feeling all this, this anger toward, and frustration towards people when like everyone, everyone is like going through something in some way or the other right now and so but i think um, it's getting channeled in those ways i mean anger is coming and we all channel it in different ways whether it's to drivers or politicians not that it's not justified in some ways but right you know it's going to come out and we're all on edge and it's just we're all we're all feeling tense right now yeah yeah definitely i'm gonna i'm gonna hold my phone so that it uh so i can plug it in <laughs> oh sure Oh, what? This is a strange uh, phenomenon that you've you found, but even though I'm home all the time, I like cannot keep my phone charged for the life. <laughs> what you you know you kind of said that in some ways it wasn't the worst thing to take a pause from touring. What will you not miss about, or what what are you glad to take a break from? Um, man, I mean I. I think I, I will say I think that part of it is that we we you know we were sort of off for the most part touring in January like you know holidays like you kind of there's not a lot of point in touring and we really didn't want to tour a lot in January this year because we did that last year and we drove through like five snowstorms and we were like this just seems really unsafe why are we doing this to ourselves yeah. um, so we'd kind of we kind of got back on the horse end of February early March and at the same time COVID was kind of starting, especially on the East coast. Mm -hmm. And so I just think it was a, it was a hard way to launch back into it because 
you know, because just a little bit of anxiety when you're on the road. And one of us was, we, both of us actually were feeling a little sick and not necessarily like COVID symptoms, but we're, you know, it's really easy to get sick on the road. And we like are always taking wellness pills and, you know, trying to like, you know, drink tea and keep each other hydrated and all that. But we want, we were just feeling a little sick and all of the stuff about COVID arriving in the States had like kind of just started. And so we were feeling really, I think there was just a lot of anxiety that both of us were feeling about like, should we go to the merch booth? Like, should we, we're going into people's homes. Like what should we, you know, luckily most of the people we stay with are like our close family and friends. And so they were understanding, but like, you know, I remember feeling like, you know, one, you know, we have a little bit of a cough. Like, I feel like I need to tell my best friend, like, we're feeling a little sick. We can sanitize everything in your house. And, you know, that's definitely an anxiety that I think about getting back on the road is like, it's one thing for us to be going into venues, but then like going into venues, interacting with people and then going into our friends and family's houses that Mm -hmm. we usually stay with. Cause we, you know, we can't really afford to stay in hotels uh, on the road every night. So I think that that, was kind of just, and we had some kind of brutal drives, um, on this. So the driving is, is something that like, I mean, I love driving and I love the traveling part of it, but driving on the East coast, long roads on the East coast, I 95 is like not the most beautiful stretch of interstate in the United States. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I'm happy to miss that. We last year, I think, I mean, we had, 2019 we had like a hell year with our van our van broke down like three times once in las cruces new mexico once in buffalo new york and and once in massachusetts and uh we just had this year where it was like it was so crazy and also like faith restoring because the people that like saved our asses on the road are Uh were like forever indebted to them but I definitely think I had my personal biggest mental break after our van broke down in Las Cruces and our friends picked us up because they happened to be driving on I-10 also and they got us to Los Angeles and we just had a really hard day and I just like ended up kind of I just had to scream really loud in the middle of the street and uh yeah it was just a really hard moment on tour I mean tour I love I love performing. It's so much fun what we get to do. But also sometimes there's moments where you're just, it can feel a little punishing too. <laughs> for, sure, for sure. it's. It, it, I think it can often be an experience of extremes. Mm-hmm. They're really great or really hard. There's a, there's a question. Is that a question? I see a little thing pop up on the question mark. Are you touring with Whitney in the future? With Whitney? Oh, man. Um we don't have anything planned with them right now. Obviously they're our dear friends and um, Macy, you know, Macy did all the, does all their strings and string arrangements. So be fun to tour with them sometime. Um, uh, and kind of sing and maybe Macy would play strings. So nothing planned right now, but we love, we love those guys a lot. And, uh, and yeah, it'd be fun. What does your relationship with your music and, and your career look like right now? Are you working on stuff? Are you taking a break? Are you finding it difficult at all? Or 
What is it? Um, like? Well, I'm growing out my fingernails, which I uh-huh. never get to when I'm sure. on tour. All so yeah. I'm very excited about that. <laughs> um, no, we're keeping pretty busy, actually. Um, after wedging Fantasize Your Ghost into our touring schedule, uh-huh. now that we have all this time and we have a lot of kind of... Um, Besides Fantasize Your Ghost, we have some other, like, kind of special releases coming out this year. Mm-hmm. And that all is, um, yeah, it was nice to have all the time to kind of focus on that. And um, and I've been, I've been, like, kind of chipping away at this solo record for the better part of a decade. Uh, and so, and I'm lucky because I live... Um, the studio where Ohm records all of our stuff is underneath my apartment. Okay. Um, and my partner is an engineer. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and me and Macy kind of like figured out our remote recording rig. Um, and our friend Eric Slick, who I saw pop on, but I don't know if he's still here, but he, uh, he sent us some drum tracks and we've collaborated. Our drummer, our main drummer, Matt Carroll is over in Copenhagen and he's going to like send us some tracks and uh, some videos so that he can be part of this live stream we're doing in a couple weeks. And so it's, um, I feel like I finally got in there and we've collaborated with other people too. A lot of our friends have sent us um, songs that they want us to sing on. And mm-hmm. I, um, Macy has her own recording, small recording home setup. Mm-hmm. So we've gotten like really efficient at kind of like doing stems and, putting them on Dropbox and sending mix versions. And that feels really great because it just makes it feel like we're collaborating uh, and we are, and it's great. We're like getting stuff done. Uh, yeah. And I think both of us have been writing. I mean, I've definitely felt the writing bug. I feel grateful for that. Cause I know that not everyone um, has that in quarantine. Mm-hmm. And I have definitely had a couple songs fall out of me. And that is, uh, is I'm, having a lot of fun with that so i'm sorry go ahead yeah it's okay do your do the songs that have come out do they feel connected with the time at all are they inspired by this experience or are they coming from somewhere else um <laughs> i mean one of them was i wrote like i wrote a song that i put up on my personal band camp called corona which i thought i <laughs> I really liked it. I literally wrote it like while we were, I was jamming with Macy and our friend Abby um, from the band La 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 La, like the day before we went on lockdown. And it was kind of one of those songs where like I like freestyled the words and they were exactly the words. I mean, it's a very simple (laughs) song. So anyway, that one is, but no, the other ones I think are more just about, you know, no. Uh, I wouldn't say they're Corona specific. I'm, I'm like, it's certainly a lot of time to reflect on though, like deeper emotions that maybe have like not been paid attention to because we've been moving so okay. quickly. Okay. You mean like with your, with your band? Yeah. 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 So kind of reflecting on, yeah, maybe some, yeah, just dynamics that I didn't get to pay attention to or or um observations that I that just I maybe wrote down or thought about and then they flew past me because um the days fly by really quickly when you're on tour. Yeah. And they fly by fast in a way in quarantine too. But I agree. 
I don't know if that's the case for everybody, but I don't feel like time is, I feel yeah. it's monotonous, but I don't necessarily feel like it's slow. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't love it because it definitely makes you feel a little more like here goes this year. Like, right. You know, I mean, we're halfway through 2020, which feels like strange and sickening, but also I guess I'm glad that it doesn't feel drawn out. Like, so does that, you know, how are you feeling about the trajectory of your music and your music career, given this giant pause button? Um, I mean, I, I don't know. Part of me, like, wants to be hopeful, <laughs> especially, like, I don't know, on something like this. I, I feel okay about it. Like, I feel, I feel like it's a moment where we've definitely also seen like so such a groundswell of support online and people that really want to, you know, in some ways I think people are just sitting down and listening to records top to bottom mm -hmm. more right now than mm -hmm. ever. And that's great. Um, so in that way, I think it's a great time to put out music and kind of try and get people to fall in love with these records that you've put so much work into. Yeah. Um, so I feel good in that way. I feel good about new music coming out and people having the time to just sit and appreciate it. Um, and I also feel like it's okay for us to not be on the road as much as we were. Like mm -hmm. we were really grinding and I feel like now being home and kind of doing some of these like digital things, I'm like, okay, maybe, Maybe we don't need to be on the road every month. Maybe we can be on the road like every other month or something. So it's like you reconsider your approach a little bit. Yeah, maybe reconsider the the approach and just kind of go for you know the things that we really want to do. But um, but on the same hand, I'm I'm sad about potentially losing at least a year. You know, and I think that even still. We, we don't really know what the fall is going to look like. I mean, we have a tour rescheduled for the fall, and I'm like, if it could happen, wow, I'm so excited, and I'm really hopeful that it will. But, you know, no one I, – I, you know, I, I've worked in music venues, um, which is how I know you. I've had uh -huh. you on my series. And, um, and so, I'm you know, I'm in touch with people that are owners of clubs, and everyone is like – everyone doesn't even know if like what capacity is going to look like. And yeah. so that feels, you know, and musicians, at least at my, at the level that Ohm is at, like we're all operating on very, very tiny margins mm -hmm. and uh, just like the restaurant industry, just like, you know, all these industries. Um, and so reduced capacity just means, yeah, it just means a kind of, it could be a big game changer. And uh, yeah, and frankly, you know, I like don't, yeah, I really didn't want to lose a year of touring because um, I don't know if I want to tour this hard my whole life. Uh, yeah. You know, I definitely want, I'm up for it for a while. I, so it's kind of a, kind of a bummer because I was enjoying kind of, going at it as hard as possible. So yeah, that I hope that, yeah, I hope we can start it again, you know, and I, I,
it's just you're when you release a record and so much about building momentum up and kind of getting a thing going and i don't think that momentum will like disappear if we are not touring again until the fall mm -hmm. tour but certainly not ideal do you i mean what is your what does your day-to-day -day look like right now do you i mean this is sort of a two-part question but do you feel like you're coping okay or how is that looking and what is your what does a day look like for you these days yeah um yeah i think a day for me these days i've kind of like accept my wake up time <laughs> i've made peace with uh -huh. it it's like when, when's somewhere that? around nine it's like nine a.m i want it to be, <laughs> i want it to be like 7 a.m i want to be a the you know first thing in the morning person and it's just like not happening and i'm coming to accept that um yeah and i've definitely tried to like stretch or um like exercise a little bit first thing in the morning my friend turned turned me on to this idea of doing like an enormous amount of jumping jacks he does 1700 a day and he was like i feel like i'm in the best shape of my life and so i i got up to five the other day and i want to try and get to a thousand i don't know if i can do 1700 but i actually enjoyed doing jumping jacks so i was like that's great i'll just put a record on or like a tv show on and do it 500 jumping jacks um uh -huh. so a lot of that and then listen to some music art i really love like cooking and like kind of have resetting the kitchen every after i cook so that there's like not dishes sitting around so it's like uh -huh. every time it's like a big invitation to like make whatever food you want and been bre baking bread but then get down to the studio you know sometimes yeah trying not not to like let myself get too distracted and uh, make sure that I get to walk. Been doing some distance walks. I live, I live in a place where a lot of people like to walk. So that's, yeah. that's another thing that is like not great because you're like angry at strangers all the time for like right. not being masked. And it's like, uh, it's just stressful. It's stressful to like be, be angry at these people that you don't know and who you want to like express just like love and good things to and you're like why are you so like right. what's why <laughs> do you have um, any tips yeah. i'm sorry go ahead i think uh the video got a little choppy what were you saying okay it's okay and reading and i don't know do you have any do you have any tips for people on what has worked for you for coping through this what's been particularly effective yeah i mean a couple of weeks ago i definitely would cry sometimes like a couple of weeks ago if things were feeling confusing or i was kind of feeling vertigo thinking about what are you gonna do how are things gonna go i would cry and i recommend crying i recommend people cry right now <laughs> uh it's like it's hard to not feel better obviously it's a little different than like if you're really mourning something because that crying can be stuck in you but if you're kind of like the cry that comes from like being like frustrated or 
overwhelmed or just kind of you don't know where it's coming from and you just cry it out i always feel so much better after that it's a release yeah yeah it's a really great release um uh another thing that i've feel like is awesome like one of the most pleasurable and indulgent things is to like just read all day and like i missed that you cut out just, a little bit what was that oh sorry i was gonna say just read a book all day like sometimes okay. i always feel like it is it ridiculous if i spend eight hours of one day it's kind of like reading eating reading eating check my email once, but, but mostly just reading, 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 reading. Mm -hmm. And usually I think, you know, even something like reading can feel indulgent and you feel like, ah, oh, maybe I should only read for a couple hours, but taking a whole day and like reading a whole book or just reading all day and being like, ah, oh, you know what? That's okay that my whole day went by and that's all I did. Yeah. I highly recommend it. It's, uh, it's really fun to do. <laughs> Good. That's great. I mean, yeah, a lot of times it can feel like you've got things that you're working on to do and you don't always make room for stuff like that. But mm -hmm. it's a, it sounds mm -hmm. like it's also about, it's about reading, but it's also about just letting yourself, allowing yourself to do something like that and feeling okay about it. Mm -hmm. Let's um, see. Yeah. We got a, we got a comment in the UK Prague magazine gave you a really positive review of the new album. That is how I looked into your back catalog. Do you have a big following mm -hmm. outside of the USA? Um, massive, massive following. <laughs> um, no, not a, I don't think we have a huge following, but we have a decent following and we, um, we had a really, we've had a couple really fun tour. We've toured the UK twice now. The first was last February, um, and played like small, awesome, incredible clubs and, uh, and, um, had a great time and, and then we did, we got to tour the UK again with Wills last September, which was amazing and play, you know, Barrowlands and Glasgow and, and really beautiful, um, like church turned into a venue in Manchester and, and then the Apollo event in, uh, in London. Um, so we've definitely, and we did a, a couple of years ago, we did a, me and Macy did a backpacking tour in Europe. And so we, we, we love traveling around Europe and we love kind of figuring it out, um, over there and our drummer lives in Europe now. So we are definitely trying to build more of an audience over there. And we, we do, we get a lot of nice comments from people and that the, the kraut rock connection or the, mm -hmm. or the, the, uh, you know, we kind of come from like an improv scene that there's a lot of European crossover. So I don't know if that is, but we hope to tour Europe a lot more, um, like a lot more, especially since our drummer lives over there now. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Yeah. Is there, is there anything that you, you know, you would like to add anything this conversation kind of sparked or any other thoughts that you'd like to share mm -hmm. with everyone? Um, I just like, I, my hope is that everyone like learns to extend a lot of, of, um, sympathy and patience towards each other. And, um, I think it's really beautiful how everyone is connecting on the internet, but I think 
it's like always important. I feel like I know so many more people who's like kind of the breadth of their person is so much more apparent person than it is on the internet. People become mm-hmm. such such extreme versions of themselves when they're like communicating or trying to prove a point on social media. And I think it's, I think it is on one hand incredible how it brings people together and like changes things, but on the other hand can become this really toxic thing. So I just really hope that people are extending, um, yeah, extending that, yeah, that, understanding towards people and understand how much people are hurting and understand the people that feel, you know, feel really unloved and unprotected by the government at this time. And, um, and just, just, you know, it's a good time for us all to think about how do we disarm each other with like forgiveness, self-forgiveness, forgiving Mm -hmm. each other. Um, and also protecting each other. I mean, right now, I think there's never been a time when people are not, people need to look out for each other. I mean, we can't have faith that our government is looking out or making the best decisions for us any, anymore. And, you know, we, I'm making decisions because I want to protect my family, who some of them are very vulnerable in this circumstance. I want to protect Mm -hmm. the people around me. I want to protect the people who mean a lot to me, who I know their anxiety might, you know, be, this might be triggering all kinds of things for them. I want to protect people, communities that I know feel extremely unprotected in the situation. So, um, so yeah, I think I'm just like trying to practice a lot of thought and, uh, we all need to look out for each other. Yeah. That was all said. Um, yeah, I think a lot of what people are feeling aren't pers- isn't personal even if it comes out in a seemingly yeah. personal way. Um, yeah. Where can people find your music and, and support OM? Uh, you can find our music at OM Music. Uh, Oh, there's another. <laughs> um, people can find my music at ownmusic.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, my personal music at seamacunningham.com or Bandcamp on Bandcamp, I think, is where most of my personal music is. Um, and on social media, we're at ownmusic. And we have a bunch of videos out now. Oh, did I freeze? You did. Mm. But I could hear you. Um, can you still hear me? There you are. Oh, I can't hear you. Did you get a phone call? When people get a phone call, it knocks them off, knocks the audio off. Come back, Seema. Okay. Here she is. Connect. Waiting.
We'll see if we can get your question answered before we end today. Hopefully she can connect. Still waiting. <clears throat> hmm. Let's try it again. Sorry, guys. Let's try it again. Okay, connect. Okay, I think that. Okay. Okay. Sorry. We have. Do we have time? For, uh, are you? We have one more question before we end. Is that cool? Yeah. Yeah. I, was, I, think I was just telling people that we have a bunch of new music videos and songs coming out. So make sure to follow us and do all that stuff because it helps us a lot. Great. Okay, here's, here's the question. Your music is very uplifting and positive. I have twin daughters, and the perceived wisdom is that siblings have the best harmonies. When did mm -hmm. you discover your voices work so well together? Well, Macy is actually not my blood sibling, but we feel she feels very much like my sister at this point. Um, I've known her for a long time, and we've been singing together. And we actually have very different voices, um, but I think that's kind of our combination is a interesting kind of but i agree i think sibling um i have a brother that is also a tour a musician and um he's actually here right now and uh i love singing sibling harmony is really special and um one of our favorite artists of all time is the roaches which were three sisters and they if anyone has not listened to the roaches you need to because that is like one of the most exceptional examples of sibling singing harmony singing cool polyphonic like singing and songwriting um and so definitely check out the roaches check out bulgarian um i forget what, what it's called but it's basically like bulgarian women's choral singing and they're not necessarily siblings but they are all you know from one kind of small ethnic area and so their voices are very similarly tambored um similar uh, Georgian singing has the same thing where when Georgian men sing together, it's like this insane effect. So there's, um, that's okay. For the we deal. love, love I can't hear you again. Okay, sorry guys, it's just part of a, part of the situation. She may not be on anymore. Um, we'll see if she comes on, but, but like she said, please follow her. Oh, there she is, okay. I'll try to wrap this up. <laughs> Connecting, waiting for all music. Sorry, sorry about Here we that. go. Okay. Okay. Well, maybe we'll maybe since we're this is the universe maybe telling us uh, <laughs> to to wrap it up, but yeah, the you. hook, the big stage hook. Thank you very much for being on and sharing yeah. and.
um, just, you know, everybody who's watching to be sure to keep a lookout for some videos coming up and some music. And it sounds like you've also got a lot of ideas about um, some ways to perform and you're being creative about what that could look like in the future. So I look forward to hearing about those too. So thank you very much, Seema. Thank you, Jessica. I appreciate it. Okay. I'll yeah. talk to you soon. Yeah. Have okay. a good one. Take care. Bye. Bye. Okay. So that was Seema Cunningham. I'm going to finish with a song. This is called How Have You Been? I played it Monday night on a on a show and I flubbed it up so I'm going to see if I could get it right this time. And if you think the skies are gray to rest this for the night around the earth in 40 days Still spinning from the flight How have you been my friend? It's been so long You ought to know It's how you are I want to know I wasn't certain what to do With you until I found And picked a penny off the ground And turned your clues around how have you been, my friend? It's been so far, you ought to know. It's how you are, I want to know. How have you been? 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 I can't decide if it's all my fears. I'm bound in for me. Over the place How have you been? 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 I miss the way you used to smile With eyes and cold at night And all the parks we used to ride And hide and hide and hide How have you been, my friend? Feel so tired, you wanna know. It's how you are, I wanna know. How've you been? 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 Thank you. Thanks for listening. Thanks for sticking around. Um, I'm Jessica Risker. Today we had Seema Cunningham on. Tomorrow we're going to have Jess Showman of Tennessee on. Same time, 2.30. I think she'll be. Um, and you can listen to more of my music on either Spotify or Bandcamp. Just look up Jessica Risker. Or uh, if you want to check out some more of these music therapy videos and past interviews and past sessions, just go to uh, YouTube, you can search me, or the link is in my bio, it'll take you directly to the playlist with all of the, uh, show, the episodes on there. So take care of yourselves, try to get out there today and talk to somebody, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow at 2.30 Central with Tensi.